Hey, business building warrior. This is Jim with another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. We have another great success story for you today. This is going to be a real treat because this is slightly unusual. When I think I've heard it all on this show, the different ways that people are applying the things they've learned from our training, there's always someone that kind of pops up and has a new twist, a unique approach, a new angle, if you will, on how to do this thing that inspires and encourages so many of us, myself included. And that's what today's guest is doing. Because check this out. You've heard from a lot of guests on this show who have built a large arsenal of replens. Now, if you're new around here, a replen is simply an underserved ASIN or underserved listing, stated differently, on Amazon. Meaning you jump in there and sell right alongside some other sellers and you make a great profit. We teach you how to find those. We call them replens. That's what our training teaches. And you've heard of people with 100, 500, 1,000, 2,500 different ASINs. And when something sells, they go supply more of it. They go shopping and get more of it, either online or retail store from a wholesaler. So they're just constantly supplying the inventory as it sells. If something becomes unprofitable, they stop selling it. And they're always looking for more. Well, today's guest has built a business and he's heading towards $120,000 a month as we just recorded this episode on the heels of about $110,000 a month last month. He's got a pretty serious system, but get this. This is the part that makes the story unique. He has less than 70 ASINs. That's just barely a handful, really, for someone who's been doing it a couple of years. And get this, he works full-time as well. He's got a full time job. Now he had some time off because of some health issues recently, but he's been working full-time much, if not most of the time that he's been building his online business. He plans to in a few months, and we dive into this in the story today, but within a few months, he's going to go full-time just selling on Amazon. It's a two-person team. He and his wife, his kids help some. He's just got a virtual assistant on his team. We talked some about that. They just joined his team a little over two weeks ago. So just getting the feel of it. But he shares, hey, they're finding some great replants and they're meeting his criteria. And he has very, very picky criteria for what a good replan ASIN looks like, a good product for Amazon for him to sell on. He got his virtual assistant from us through Proven Replans VA. That's the website, Proven Replans VA, as in virtual assistant.com. That link, along with all the other links, will be in the show notes today. We spend a fair amount of time talking about our upcoming conference, August 12th through 14th in Louisville, Kentucky. You can go to the website, theprovenconference.com to get your tickets. We've already got hundreds of rooms reserved in a hotel. A whole bunch of people are coming, listeners to this show, the successful coaches and the students, and our guest today, who's remaining anonymous. And I'll explain why we're doing that as well. You're not going to hear his name today or a whole lot of details about him because he does, like I said, still have a job. He requested to remain anonymous and we're honoring that request. Because one of the things that does happen when you're a guest on this podcast, because you know we're all in this community together, if you share your name, you're going to have some people reach out to you. Maybe a lot of people reach out to you. So I typically, I tell our guests, hey, your inbox is going to probably fill up if you share your name. A lot of people are going to reach out to you and want to talk to you. It's okay to send them back to our support team because that's what we do is we help people grow their businesses. And He's actually been on the show before. Our guest today was on the show around a year or so ago. And he noticed that effect. So he said, hey, can we not mention my name this time? (laughs) Because I just don't have time to even tell people to direct them back to you. 
He's just that busy. Again, working full-time, running a business that's about to sell $120,000 this month at a... What's his profit margin? He, he sells on Walmart, eBay, which is just a small fraction of his overall sales. And then as well as on Amazon at a 25% net margin, he said. So you can do the math. Pretty healthy business that he's got rocking today. You're going to enjoy this interview. Thank you for hanging out with me a little bit today. And I intend to, in this episode, give you some new strategies, some motivations, some techniques and tips that I think are really going to make a difference. If you're new to all of this, before we jump into the interview, let me just remind you as you're listening to this story, if any of it feels like it's over your head, hey, get over into our free Facebook group. It's at silentgym.com. We have many members. The only reason they use Facebook is to be a part of this 70,000 person group. We've got great resources there. One of them is a video you can watch. It's about a 20-minute video where I show you exactly how the replens business works, how to get on amazon.com with no tools and just scroll around and see stuff that looks like it's overpriced. And then if you want to, buy a couple of inexpensive tools that tell you, hey, are people actually buying this? Does this thing have a potential to sell and make me a profit? Very inexpensive tools, very simple training dip your toe into the water and learn a few things. And then if you're ready to get going, you can get the Proven Amazon course from provenamazoncourse.com. It's $29. You get everything day one and you can start your road, start down this road, this journey that so many people on this show, the dozens and dozens, I would say hundreds at this point of recent successful interviews from our students that are going down that exact path, including today's guest that I'm going to get on the line right now. So welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Good to see you again. And uh, of course, this is going to be audio only. It's our pleasure to protect your anonymity. A good time to remind the other listeners, we're happy to do that for folks if they don't necessarily want their name and their employer, their inventory or anything being known. Hey, we're good at protecting those things. But you still got a great story to tell and some great strategies to share, even though we're going to keep some of those things kind of private today. So why don't you fill us in a little bit on what's happened in the last year or so? Well, I mean, I started... Friend of mine got me into this, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, and I was on the podcast last year just because of how well we done. And, you know, from there, from that podcast, you know, we had a little ups and downs. I mean, uh, I had one product I had to quit selling for a while, and that was a large part of my sales, which, you know, that kind of goes with your mile wide, inch deep, you know, philosophy. You know, don't put too much into one item if possible. But, you know, we picked back up from then. We worked through that, started finding more and more plans, you know, and slowly build up to, you know, where we are now, you know, uh, went through quarter four, kept having money issues, uh, took out a couple small loans in October and were able to increase our sales from that 50% just by being able to keep the inventory stocked and all that. Yeah, when you say money issues, you were finding more inventory than you had money. To yeah, source, I actually correct. I actually learned to quit sourcing more than four or five replens ahead because I would find forty or fifty, you know, and then by the time I got to them, I really couldn't do anything with them. So you know, I started doing just four or five because that's hours and hours of wasted time if you get to one where oh well, it's no longer profitable like it was six months ago. So I try to stay four or five replens ahead and, you know, go from there. Right. 
Right. And just to clarify what I what I just heard you say, you know, if it's one thing to sit down and find 40 or 50 profitable replens, but if you can only afford to go out and source a couple months worth of 10 of them, mm-hmm. what good is it to find all the other ones, right? So you're you're pacing yourself. And uh, it sounds to me like you've, you're in a routine where it's pretty easy for you to find new replens as you need them. Yeah, it, it, it is. I don't look for them much anymore now. Like three weeks ago, we hired a VA through uh, your VA program, actually. So we've been letting him do most of our sourcing because, I mean, that was taking up 80% of my time was the sourcing. Mm-hmm. So that right there, I mean, saved me so much time so that I could put more into prepping and all this other parts of the business. Sure. How's that going working with... Uh, that's the provenreplansva.com program, by the way, as people know. It'll be in the show notes too. But how's it going so far a few weeks in? Pretty good. You know, I mean, it's... You know, they haven't done this as much as we have. So, you know, you got to... There's some things you got to work with them on. Sure. But for, for the most part, you know, they got Keepa down and all that kind of stuff figured out because uh, I think it's Kyle. I think it's yeah. the guy that trains them. That's right. And he does a pretty good job at teaching them Keepa, showing them how to input it into a either Google Sheets or a, an Excel spreadsheet so that everything's all listed. You don't even have to look up this, the ASIN. Right. He leaves the website there for the where your source is. And the Amazon websites, you just click, pops up, you open up both screens just to confirm whether or not the item's profitable, you know, what you need, instead of having to sit there and do all the work yourself. Right. Yeah. It's a a pretty smooth process. And I know you've got a a pretty high bar for the ASINs that you'll take. Because for being as successful as you are, you don't have that many ASINs relative to the dollar figures you're putting up. So had your VA found some helpful... ASINs in the first couple of weeks yet? Or how, how's that, you know, just what's the reality? He's, he's found a lot of ASINs. You know, I've, like I told you before, you know, I kind of, I have a business partner now that I work with. He's been selling on Amazon for a little while and I let him have a lot of them just because I can't keep up with some of them. And then I've only taken two of them myself just because they're higher dollar amounts and stuff. And right. my business partner like sticking with the lower sales ones or lower cost. The high velocity, lower cost. Sure. Yeah. Which I, you know, I, I, if it's high velocity, I'll jump on it with him. But for the most part, I let him have a lot of the smaller ones and I'll take the higher buy costs. Gotcha. That way he can kind of get his sales boosted and going. And, gotcha. you know, I can get mine boosted too, but through bigger items. Sure. Sure. Well, I always like to hear feedback the first few weeks in or so, kind of see how folks are settling in with their new virtual assistant. And uh, they work only for you, as you know, but this is for the listener's sake. And we train them with the understanding they're going to work for one seller. And then you can do what you want with your leads, of course, share it with your buddy or your partner. But it uh, sounds like they're doing a pretty decent job for you, man. That's good to hear. Yes, sir. Well, yeah. we Like I said, we like him. and He's, he's really nice. He apologizes. Yeah. <laughs> if he has an issue, he apologizes. He makes a mistake. He's like, I'm sorry, I'll do better. You know, so I like how, you know, they want to learn, they want to do better. Right. $4 an hour. Is that the pay rate? That's what we pay them. Yep. Uh, Kyle had told us three to four. And mm-hmm. I just, me and my buddy talked, and I don't want to pay them the low end, you know, so we went with $4 yeah. an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which spends like about $30, $32 an hour in their local currency right now, which is. Yeah. I'd, what an opportunity for him, for you, mm-hmm. uh, for us to be able to train and these techniques and, and find good sellers, you know, good people out there who are working hard, building their businesses. And uh, this can certainly speed things up. So 
Yeah. I didn't even realize you'd done that. I just know that I get these updates from you from time to time and I love sharing them and hearing about them. So, all right, let's talk through how you are finding ASINs because one of the questions that people have, you know, we talked about the using the virtual assistant, but like, where are you looking? What categories, what price range? Give us some, some pointers without giving away any of your inventory, obviously. But, and on top of that too, let's tell people some numbers because I think you have one of the more interesting cases of pretty low ASIN count number of replans that you have for the numbers you have. In some cases, people putting up the numbers that I've seen you're putting up have like 1,200 ASINs. How many do you have? Right now, I have about 65. And I got a few more new ones going out. So I'm going to be probably close to 70 after the shipment goes in today. Right. You got a shipment sitting there near you, ready to go. Yeah, right right next to me, actually. Right. There. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so it just shows you what's possible if you're picky about your ASINs and you yeah, set I'm a high standard, what, like a high ROI, high price point, certain speed of... Uh, I don't even look at ROI. I just look at margin. I mean, strictly margin, just because, I mean, I don't care how much the return on investment is. I just care. Am I making 20%, you know, or whatever, which my baseline used to be minimum 20%, even though a lot of people take a lot lower. You know, I'm still working full-time jobs, so... I got to buy my time, basically what I want to put it, you know, my time towards. So, you know, I won't, I wouldn't take anything less than 20, but as I get closer to quitting my job, I'm going to probably take closer to 15, but I'll probably never take anything under 15%. And I do like high sales velocity. I prefer things to sell at least a hundred times a month. But How many drops okay. does that represent typically when you're saying, I'm going to test this? How many drops on Keepa are you looking for? At least 20 to 25 minimum. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Unless it's a high buy cost item in the margins there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen, I've seen a new one I was just looking at the other day that had lower drops, but the profit, I think, for sale was like 30 bucks. So if I can sell something once a day and make $30 a day on, that one item, I'll sell it. Right. But for anything under $25 sale price, I want it to sell at least 100 times a month. It's across all sellers. Or for, are you talking only for you or for all? Sellers? Just for me. I want at least 100 sales. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty high bar to set. Yeah. And I've, and I've, I've been able to get it, you know, too, because I don't do like, now I don't recommend this at all because I'm high risk and I, I, did like you guys said, studied Keepa extensively. I, you know, probably last February. I mean, I spent hours and hours and hours looking over that, running the numbers, looking at listing after listing. And my test, I usually test a minimum of five hundred dollars on an item, and a lot of times I'll test at least two hundred units. You know, I've gone as much as I had one listing where I bought two hundred brand new test. This is actually a month and a half ago. Two months ago, I bought 200 and I got to looking at the listing a little bit more. And I was like, no, let's buy 200 more. So I bought 400 units to test that item, sent them all in a week or two later, they started getting in stock and I sold hundred of them. I think my first week. So I was like, let's order 600 more. (laughs) And I've had it selling for 45 days and I've sold almost 700 of that item. In the last 30 days, I've sold 522. I looked at it right before I got on here. That's awesome. Talk me through the numbers. What's that look like on Keepa? What's your net 
profit on that item? What price point are you paying for it? Just talk us through it. My price point went, went up a little, or yeah, went up a little bit. My buy cost just went up a little bit as well because of uh, my supplier, for some reason, increasing the cost. But, you know, I get it for less than $3. And, you know, my profit on it is, my profit was two fifty, And now it's going to be $2, something like that. So it's probably the last 30 days I've made over a thousand bucks on that item. But like I said, my margin's going down because of the new increase. Sure. What, so, what's the sell price on it? It's under 10. So it's, it's under S. Yeah, it's, it's, it's SNL. My pricing range is anywhere from, you know, low end of SNL all the way up to, I think my highest priced items, oh, just over $100. So, you know, I started off a lot smaller when I first started, but I've been breaking out into $50 buy cost, $60 buy cost, trying to get into more and more big items as I've got more money coming in. Nice. For people who don't know what small and light is, jump in the Facebook group or just Google it, look on Amazon in the seller central area. You can read up on it. But basically any product that you're selling for $10 or less that's under a certain size, weight, dimension you can dramatically lower your fees by enrolling that ASIN in the small and light program. And it's just a couple button clicks and they accept or reject it. And typically they accept it. So it's a good way to save a lot of fees. So like what you're hearing right now in this example, you can find items that you paid a couple dollars for and sell them for 10 and you're still making two, three bucks depending on you know the prep and other details. And if you find those hot items that are really flying, you can do well. That's a thousand dollar a month ASIN for you. You said net. Right. Yeah, and that's that's not even my most profitable ace. And I mean, right. I, this is one example. Yeah, and and yeah. those are beautiful for your metrics too. I gotta imagine like your IPI score is pretty, pretty smoking stable. What's your score? It's it's set pretty steady right at five twenty six. Yeah, I don't know why it hasn't gone up, but it, it stays between five twenty and five thirty. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why it's that range, but I don't care as long as I got unlimited. Yeah, you know, as long as you're over four fifty. I think they've even lowered it. Recently to four hundred, maybe. That's they the, did. I I just got an email just this week. I don't remember if they upped it back to four fifty or if it's still four hundred. But I yeah. just got an email this week. It bounces around that territory, though. So you're yeah. well in that. You know, it's not like the higher is better, but the further you stay away from that line in the sand where they start limiting your storage space, you know, the further you stay away from that, the better. Yeah, because I that was my problem last Christmas. Not the cubic feet, but the unit space. Mm-hmm. They were limiting me to like three to four thousand unit space. No, no, they had me at. They got me up to six for quarter four, and I had to decide which items I could send in or not because right. at that point you're like, and like I said, I send hundreds of units in of each item, and I'm like, okay, I can send this in today. I got to send this in Thursday. You know, I got to. You know, I had to pick twice a week, three times a week to send in shipments because I didn't have the unit space. Right. Right. But now you're not doing any merchant fulfill, you don't have time. We have some, but we're in like 98% FBA. FBA. And we do we we sell in Walmart as well. We got approved for Walmart a couple months ago. Nice. And that's all FBM right now. We did just send in our first one to Walmart fulfillment. And that just got there last night or today. So we're gonna see how that does. Walmart fulfillment. The only issue I have is if it's under $35, there's that $5.99 shipping charge, whereas before I charge free shipping. Right. So I'm wondering if that's going to affect the sales, but we'll see. If it does, I'll just 
not do Walmart fulfillment. Gotcha. So, You're yep. experimenting with that still. Yeah. I, it's an item that I sold a bunch, bunch of usually sell like one to three a day on Walmart. I sell a lot more of it on Amazon, but sure. like Adam and em, Emily Brusso had said they sell probably four to one Amazon to Walmart four right. times as much. And that's pretty accurate. I mean, yeah. based off of what I'm getting so far. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I've heard too. Uh, that approximately that and almost like 10 to one eBay approximately. Yeah. On a hot moving item. I don't sell a huge amount on eBay, but I do sell on eBay. And I mean, it's like I tell my wife, we sell US and Canada. And then of course, Walmart and eBay. Our Walmart US is what we focus on. Anything on Walmart, anything on eBay, anything in Canada is extra money. Mm-hmm. We, we don't plan on those funds. It's just, if we get money from there, we're, you know, that's boss. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And we're averaging a hundred dollars in sales a day on Walmart, which the best thing is the margins are higher. We're getting like 35 to 37% on Walmart, you know, whereas Amazon we're right at 25 to 26%. And then Canada is higher too. Canada, we're getting like 30%, just a hair over 30%. And our Canadian sales are picking up now because my, main account, my biggest account I have, a lot of their products I just started finding out sell in Canada through NARF. So which is a lot of people may not know is North American remote fulfillment. I think that's right. Yeah, so, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Basically they made it pretty easy for you if you oh, yeah. us to sell in Canada. And they they just charge an, the customer an extra shipping fee. It takes it the fee out of your your money coming in, but it all, they add it to your shipping fee. Right. So it, it evens out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a matter of clicking a few buttons too, if I recall. It's like, yeah, I want to sell in Canada too. And do you have to enroll individual ASINs? I don't remember. Or do you turn your whole account loose? It automatically does it. And if you don't add a price, it adjusts it based off of what you've selling it for in the States. But I just found out, which this increased my sales in Canada, there are rate is like 1.5 or 1.6 what your US price is the conversion rate yeah and uh, the currency rate's only 1.28 1.29 so i lowered the prices on a bunch of my stuff cuz i realized i was way overcharging in canada and all of a sudden i've been selling between 100 and 300 in sales a day in canada and nice. my goal in canada is 10,000 that's my goal i want to hit 10,000 in canada a month. a month and that would be $3,000 in Canadian. So about 2,300 American extra money, you know? Yeah. Beautiful. For having yeah. just said, yeah, Amazon, I'm okay selling my products in Canada. Adjust your prices mm-hmm. a little bit. Off you go. You didn't have to go source any new products. Nothing, no. Right? It's, it's yeah. your same set of about 60 ASINs we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what's unfortunate is they won't, they don't let me do all 60, you know, my main ASINs, they only pick, pick and choose them. So I'm having to go to there and try to figure out which ones are selling. Why right. ain't some, some of them selling? Mm-hmm. So, and I called them the other day and asked them about that. And some of it's gating. You have to get ungated in Canada separately from the U.S. So I've got to do that and figure out which ones I can get ungated in. Because some of right. them, they won't even let me. And some of the brands aren't approved there, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But in in your mix of 60, 70 ASINs, what percentage of them just kind of flipped green light as soon as you hit the button? You talking about in Canada? 
in Canada? Sorry. I think I have eight, eight to 10 that also sell in Canada. And like I said, they don't sell nowhere near as they do here. Sure. But still, that's all extra money. I mean, that's, so about 15% of your ASINs, as soon as you said, yeah, I'll sell in Canada, went live. Yeah. And, and I keep adding these. I started going through my new supplier. I went to the Canadian website to see which ones were selling there. And I'm starting to buy those ones through my American supplier and seeing if they'll sell in my Canadian inventory. And that's also, I found an item that you can source from Target. I quit sourcing from Target and all them, but I found one. I was like, okay, this is selling like insanely well in the US. It also sells well in Canada. It's not profitable in the US. So I only bought 20 of them. I'm going to send them in. If it sells in Canada on there, then I'll start buying more of them. But I don't want to heavy invest until I find out gotcha. if it'll sell it over there or not. We're, we're out of the up. range of what I remember as far as international. I haven't done a lot of it or talked a lot about it. So if you've got an ASIN in your US-based inventory that you've sent into FBA in the US and you only want to make it available for Canadian buyers, is that what you're doing with that ASIN? Is there a setting somewhere? He's like, hey, I don't want to sell this at a loss in the US. There's not a setting that I know of, but I'm going to put my US price at my profitable price mm, because gotcha. there's, there's one big seller. It's a big seller that has the price below profitability, right? but he's not always on there. Sure. So my inventory will sit for a little bit till he sells out. Even if it doesn't sell in Canada, eventually I will start selling them here in the States because it sells so fast. He can't even keep it in stock. That makes sense. I'm with you. So if I can sell it in Canada, then I'll just keep buying more and feeding the beast and getting them Canadian sales with it. You kind of control where it sells based on setting your price. Yeah. I'll set my price. In the, to make sure it's profitable in the States and then set for Canada what I wanted, you know, profitability there. I have a feeling that might be the last three or four minutes might be a segment people want to listen to again, but I think we hit it pretty clean if someone listens to it a couple of times, if we lost anybody. <laughs> because you've got a product that's selling in the US and on it and in Canada, not all that profitable here at a reasonable price, but very profitable in Canada at an yeah. easily purchased price. So you're just going to have an attractive price in Canada, but not a very attractive price in the US. And that's how you're going to maintain the inventory you need. And if the price does come yeah. up here in the US on that ASIN and you sell, that's great. It's a high... Oh, you, it's a bonus. You set yeah. yourself up you know, well above the buy box. And if the buy box crawls up that high, that's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. And like I said, on some of that. Yeah. Like you said, I don't know if it'll sell in Canada off sure. of my US inventory. You're just testing it out. But that's why I only bought 20 units. Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. Yeah. We'll Good find out in about two weeks if it sells in Canada. <laughs> well, I, I know I see some screenshots from you from time to time. They just look beautiful. For a guy who's working full time. And, and to be clear, I mean, you're still putting in 40 plus hours. I just got put back up to 40 because I was having yeah. back issues, herniated discs, and stuff like that. Sure. sure. So I'm you back up to 40 now. Right. So running a full time job. And this Amazon is the side gig. And how much help do you have in the business? Who all is working on the team besides you? It's mainly me and my wife. And then my girls help us you know, some when I need them to. Sure. And you and got then, your VA now in the Philippines just a few weeks in helping find some yeah. Masons. Yeah. And, you know, my business partner called me last night to go from the Google Sheets. And I was like, man, I haven't got time tonight. I said, let's do it tomorrow night. So... <laughs> Yeah, probably here in about four hours. He's probably going to give me a call to go over, you know, Google Sheets and see what we got. Sure. 
Sure. Split them up and hit them hard. That's beautiful. And I love that you're doing it with a, with a partner as well. That's such a great... I love that there's reminders that this business doesn't have to be done in isolation where you're like, hey, these are mine. I'm keeping it secret. Now, you don't want to share your list with the whole world, obviously, and say, hey, 69,000 members of Facebook group, here's every ASIN I sell. Why don't you guys all go try to sell it too? You know, There's a degree of... Uh, if you want to keep that kind of to yourself, maybe be share with a few friends and you help each other out and you get on some of the same ASINs. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a beautiful way to do this business. And that's kind of what you guys are doing. Um, Give me some numbers, man. I've seen some screenshots. This is what got you back on my radar. I'm like, I got to have this guy back on the show. Uh, So how's it going, man? Give me some months and uh, what's your goal for the 2022? Well, my original goal for this year was to increase my sales 50% from last year. And last year, I broke 400. This year, I wanted to break 600. And let's see. I'll look at the 12 months. October, I hit 40 for the first time ever. And also beginning of October, we took out the two uh, two small business loans to increase our sales, which actually increased our sales 50%. We went November, we got up to just over 50. December was just under 60. January, 60. February, even a shortened month, we still were just shy of 60. And March, right around... In February, Amazon actually offered us a very large loan. And, you know, it it took us a while. You know, my wife and I were debating on whether to get it or not. And, you know, I prayed over it for three or four weeks and just kept really thinking about it, running the numbers. And I was like, man, everything's telling me I need to take this loan. And I told my wife, I was like, if we increase our sales with the new loan, just 50%, that'll pay the loan. Anything more is a bonus. It's money in our pocket. And we finally took it. March 6th, we took the loan. And payment's 11000 a month because it's only a 12-month loan through Amazon. And our sales, I spent probably forty grand the first two weeks, three weeks, 40, 50 grand. We did nothing but package for three weeks straight other oh, inventory. than... Inventory. Yep. Yes. To get it all pushed in there because that's a big loan. You got to make sure you get the sales for it. Yep. In March, we finished just shy of 80 grand with hammering that inventory in there. April, we were at 108, just shy of 108. And then so far in May, let me see May. Which was about two thirds through May, 2022. We are at 83 Beautiful. for March. So yeah. you, could have a, you could be looking at a 120 for, for May. Yeah, and I, I mean, when we started this, I had high expectations of it, of Amazon and being able to, you know, make it a full-time job, but I never expected to get this kind of sales, let alone as quickly as we did. That's what really, you know, shocked me. But, you know, we've been blessed really well this past 16, 18 months because if I didn't have this business when my injury happened, you know, and these herniated discs, We'd have had to pull from our emergency fund first. And then what happens after that? You know, we wouldn't really have any extra income. So Amazon has paid my bills. You know, the first quarter of this year, Amazon paid most of my bills because I didn't, you know, I wasn't working much. So it's been amazing to see what's happened. Well, I love your story, man. I love your heart. You're one of these giving guys. uh, You know, one of the reasons that we're, we're keeping this kind of anonymous is because we don't want your inbox filled up because you have a hard time saying no to folks. 
And I can certainly appreciate and respect that along with, you know, you're still employed. And so I just, I just want to encourage folks that are listening to this, maybe thinking through, wow, I, I, I kind of want to do that. This is the proven Amazon course. There's no rocket science here. This is learning Keepa, learning to recognize a good replen, and then testing it. It just so happens, you know, the thing that makes your model different and interesting is that you're looking at the higher end things. You know, you want a lot of sales. You want, you're very picky over which replens you look at. Uh, so let me ask you this. Maybe this is a, a good question for you. How many ASINs do you look at before you find a winner, typically? It depends on the day. I mean, I've had days where, you know, I could look at 10 different ASINs and I'll take five of them. And then I've had days where I look at 50 ASINs and I only find one. So, right. It but, just varies. But I, I, I will say this. Keepa, you know, Keepa's king. I don't, I don't care what anybody says about any other app. I have between a 95 to 98% hit rate with Keepa. So there may be some other apps out there, but I guarantee 100% you know, confidence that there ain't nothing going to be better than that, that one right there. As far if you as, read a Keepa chart and it says it's good, then you, you're 95 to 98% confident it's good. You test it, you go in, you go after it. That's what you're and saying. That's what I'm saying. My, my hit rate, if I pick one, there's a 95 to 98% chance it's going to sell yeah. just because how good Keepa is. Yeah, exactly. And for those who don't know what we're talking about with Keepa, if you haven't listened to very many episodes, go listen to podcast episode 369. I talk about Keepa, why we love it, what it does, why it's unique in the industry. And it's only 20 bucks. We're not trying to sell 20 bucks a month, something like that. We're not trying to sell Keepa subscriptions here. It's just a, it's a tool that does things that other tools can't do because of how they collect data from Amazon. It's almost like a secret insider tip. I was talking with another guy who's doing about two and a half million a year yesterday. And it's like, hey, you're using Keepa, right? And he's like, how in the world does anybody do Amazon without Keepa? <laughs> like, I, I was just asking, man. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it really is a, it's an unfair advantage almost over the other sellers who aren't using it. And it surprises me how many people are paying for these 50, 100, $300 a month tools that don't do what Keepa does. For twenty bucks, uh, it's pretty amazing. But so, yeah, and, um, I and I don't have a lot of apps either. You know, right. we just got That's Smart good. Scout. My business partner and I just got it from uh, from Rich Potter, actually. Yeah, the proven wholesale sourcing course. Yeah, because he offered. He said he's got ten spots, and he offered it up to his group, mm-hmm. and we messaged him. You know, my business partner and I messaged him and said, "Hey, yeah, you care if we share one?" and no, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick, I, uh, it's a great we, dude. We, we were on Scott Needham's podcast episode not too long ago. Rich and I were talking about wholesale and, and we've kind of helped Scott breathe life into that new tool over the past couple of years. It's taken off. So he's given us some, some free passes. Sounds like you guys landed on one of them. That's beautiful. But it's a tremendous tool. It really does some great things, specifically for Rich Potter, at provenwholesalesourcing.com course. You need Smart Scout to do that strategy. But you guys are just dipping your toe into that water. It sounds like that's not what's. I haven't even. This point. I haven't even used it yet. My right. business partners looked at it. And he's like, he's like, oh my word, dude! You need to check this out. Here's the login. You need to check this out. This thing is game changer. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have time. I said, wait, get let me things slow down a little bit, which they still haven't. That was two weeks ago. Right. And I'm like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I just. 
I'm ready to quit my full-time job so I can get to things. You're not like going to be able to afford to work for them much longer. As great as great as they've treated you and as good of a relationship as I know you have, we don't need to dive into that because I know that's part of the reason we're staying anonymous today. But uh, yeah, at some point, man, it's going to be push that boat off the shore and off we go into Amazon land full-time or e-commerce, right? How far out you, how far do you think and like what's your kind of what's your uh, window? That, that business loan's the biggest issue. Because like I said, it's $11,000 a month payment. And it's only a year. I paid the third payment is coming out in June. Right. My goal is to have that paid off by September 6th, which would be the sixth payment. Whether that happens or not, we'll see. But it's guaranteed that it'll be paid off March of next year. So once that loan's paid off, the sky's the limit. I mean, with that paid off, I would only need 2000 and sales a day at my margins to pay my bills. But if I continue the sales we're at right now with that loan paid off, then we're golden. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And and there's other, from my vantage point, less scary loan arrangements you can get into. Although the interest rate, the Amazon does put some pretty attractive customized offers under our nose there in Seller Central yep. from time to time, right? That can be hard to walk away from. But there's other options out there too that uh, more of a and there's just different arrangements. There's a lot of money. It's very telling, really. There's so much money flowing into successful Amazon sellers, people doing the replens business. People are throwing money at us. Now they want their money back plus some, of course, but yeah. that just tells you this industry is smoking. For the people who are doing it, there's funding out there for you and all kinds of different creative arrangements. They just got to make sure a lot of people, you know, they see like, I seen somebody in the group the other day that I know you commented on it. He took a hundred thousand dollar loan and he's just going crazy on buying products and you can't just do that. I mean, you got to understand the numbers. It took me three. I know the Kiba and I know the numbers and I still took three to four weeks to decide to take this loan. So right. they don't want to just dive in think, Oh, I'm going to take this loan. I know I can, you don't know unless you run the numbers, take your time mm-hmm. and, and do it right. Because $11,000 payment, that's more than most people making a month. Oh, but yeah, for sure. So that was a decision. And my wife actually was, she wasn't really for it, but she knows I, you know, she trusts me to make the right decision. And two months, here we are almost two months later. And she's like, I'm so glad you did that. You know, (laughs) she's like, we we never would have been able to do what we're doing right now. Yeah. And and the replens model does, it, it just gives you almost an unfair crystal ball as you're looking at these ASINs. What's this thing most likely going to do? What price point is it going to sell at? How fast is it going to sell? It really helps you. It's still you're still taking a bit of a, a risk, which all business is risk. It's you know, putting your capital to use, trying to create more value than what you started with by risking it. But this is a tight model, man. And and you went from eighty to almost one ten to looking at one twenty last three months. As we start to come down to this month, you're in a good position. But you, you haven't said, are you looking to go full-time? Uh, no, you did say, you said September, right, right. That's kind I'm of the hoping target. If the loan's paid off by then. So four or five months. Because my, my oldest is going to be a senior in high school right. next year. Right. And I want to be able to do whatever I want her entire senior year. Nice. To have my enti- her entire senior year off to do whatever. So we'll see, we'll see how that works out. If I can get this loan paid off. And even if I increase sales. You know, because my biggest concern too, on top of the loan payment, is I got my uh, one big brand that does not want me to sell their stuff on Amazon. 
and they cut off all my distributors recently. So except for two, I still have two distributors I can sell their products, but they haven't been like pushing me. They're just taking away places I can buy it. So that's always a concern that that makes me more concerned about, okay, what if another brand does that or, you know, another, so that's why I really, cause I thought about quitting here in the next few weeks, but that got me kind of guessing that I really want this loan paid off just to be sure. Yeah. Because I'm good. Yeah. I'm overly cautious. Continue finding new ASINs. And that's what we're doing. Cause we still have a, like I said, I buy hundreds, if not thousands of units of some items and so I have enough of their <laughs> their products to sell for another two months, even if I can't purchase it. So I have some cushion, but I still want to, you know, make sure I transition into other brands before I quit working as well. Sure. And as your time frees up too, I mean, I'm sure you've had this thought, but from my vantage point, you're at a pretty stable, safe position to to make a leap, especially in the timeline that you mentioned. And because right now you're so picky, you're turning down five or maybe even eight of the attractive ASINs that you find because they don't quite meet your standards. Once you have more time to process them, maybe build a team, you're not the one putting the tape on the boxes necessarily, but you know, you're walking away from a lot of five and $10 bills that just leaving them behind and giving them to your buddy or whatever. But yep. you know how the game is played now and you're just choosing because you have limited time to play only at the top. You know, yep. You're eating just the the icing off the cake right now. You got a whole cake, man. Just, oh, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the goal. I actually talked to a friend of mine the other day. He actually is less than 10 minutes from me. A guy that is also a, a big Amazon seller for you guys, you know, in our group. Mm-hmm. And we met up after the conference. We met up here in town. And I actually called him the other day. Hey, man, got a proposition for you, you know. And... I said, we can both sign non-compete agreements. We won't mess with each other's stuff. We just, I said, would you care if I took part of your warehouse space and help pay rent? Unfortunately, he said, man, I would love it. But he's like, I barely got enough room for me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh man. He started looking at other buildings though around there just to kind of get pricing. Cause he's like, cause him and I would, would love that, you know, cause I, he's a good dude. And yeah. to be able to work with him, you know, every day would be cool. You know? yeah. Oh, for sure. I get that, man. Yeah. We run a prep center out of our office. We got all our products in there all the time and all of our clients. You know, We don't have a ton of clients. We have a good handful of them, but there's so many ASINs and replens everywhere. You don't even take the time to even notice or care what everyone else is selling, right? You, you learn what you learn. You dive into your own niche and your own relationships. And uh, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal adventure. It really is. Hey, you coming to the event? I don't think we talked about that. Are you going to be there in August? Yes, sir. You are good. Okay. I'm going to be there. Um, we booked our, like the day after it went live, we booked it or nice. actually the night before, you know. Nice. I heard from the hotel just today. And, uh, you know, here we are still a few months out from the event and we've blown away their hotel room estimate <laughs> You because know, when we signed the contract, like, okay, you're going to take at least this many hotel rooms if we're going to use a, our ballroom space at a certain discount. I'm like, yeah, I think we'll be able to hit that. We blew it away already. So it's it's going to be a great event. Hundreds of people who listen to this podcast and our coaches and our successful students, guys like you and their families. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. And I'm glad, speaking about the rooms, that Amy Stover knew that you opened up more rooms because a friend of mine had, had, was two blocks away. You know, him and his 
wife were going to stay two blocks away because they thought there was no more rooms left. Yeah. So that's when I, so I contacted you and contacted him and said, Hey, get with Jim. Jim said they can get more rooms. Yeah. So now he's staying at the hotel, him and his wife. It's so they don't have to walk two blocks. Oh, that's great, man. Yeah. You, you want to stay at the hotel for sure. The details are at theprovenconference.com or the Louisville Hyatt this year, August 12th through 14th. Uh, But you want to stay at the conference hotel simply because you'll find yourself in the morning, in the evening, go ahead and up to your room. You'll just be bumping into great people all day, every day. The best part of the event, and I'm the event organizer, I'm the guy, you know, I'm on the committee picking the speakers and the topics. And I'll say the stuff that happens in the hallway is as valuable, if not considerably more valuable, partnerships, relationships. You want to stay at the host hotel for sure. And it, it cracks me up every time we've done this. The hotel has said, okay, you think you're going to have about this many rooms you need and we'll open them up closer to the event because most groups, you know, the last couple of weeks, everyone books their room. Like, no, you don't understand. Our group is going to take whatever block you give them. We're going to burn through it fast. Give us a big block. They never give us enough rooms. So we burn through it. They give us a few more. We burn through it. And so here we are, you know, a few months out and we're just burning through the room block, but there's still availability at the hotel. Last I heard as of, as we're recording this now, here we are, what is it? May, May 19th. This episode will probably come out towards the end of May or even early June, but we're opening up that whole hotel as best we can. You want to be there for sure in person. I'm so glad you're going to be coming, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I got to get you on stage at some point, buddy. When you're all in on this thing, get you in there. Uh, My business partner's asked me about that before. And he's, I like to talk. And I like to have fun, but I'm not good in being serious in front of a lot of people. So I told him if down the road, if we do it, He'll be the main main talker, and then I'll, I'll be the funny guy, or you know, <laughs> add, add in the entertainment, kind of like you know Adam and Emily, like they know. did last year. Talking about Walmart, they came dressed up like PE yes. teachers, right? <laughs> yes, I love that. So, and he's the more serious one. I mean, given he jokes around too, but he's the one that keeps the focus, and then yeah. she cracks the jokes and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's have- cool. Well, I, you know, that's something I love not to just keep talking about the event, but we don't have professional speakers. No one comes expecting to hear Tony Robbins, you know, make me cry, make me laugh, make me stand on my chair. It's people we've come to love and trust to know. It's more like a family reunion with some great stories to share since the last time we gathered. And new, and new people are definitely welcome as well, but you learn so much in these sessions because it's not people that you could go listen to on YouTube, guests from this podcast. It's and our own a lot culture. of good people. I, I got to meet a lot of good people there. My two favorite probably were, you know, Rich Potter and Jeff Clark. Yeah. Not saying everybody else wasn't, you know, good, but you know, Rich, you know, he's kind of got the same style that I do, more aggressive and everything. Cause Rich and I talk all the time, you know, mostly through Messenger, but we've talked over the phone a few times. And I met him at the conference, you know. And then uh Jeff Clark, I mean He's a goofball like I am. So <laughs> yeah, that's well put big goofball yeah. for sure. I was just texting him earlier today. It really is kind of like a big family here. It just, I mean, that's the best way to describe it, man. Yep. So I just saw something pretty funny in my driveway. Sorry. I'm looking out over my driveway here and my wife is dragging the hose out to fill our bird bath. And it's one of those squeeze handles and she's yeah. pulling on it. <laughs> Like eight feet away from me in front of my window, she squeezed the handle and she's pulling and just shot herself right. In. I'm in so much trouble for telling that. Did she see you laughing? She Did has you? no idea. <laughs> Still wiping her face as she's filling the bird bath. I'm sorry, man. That was. You got it on video. Dude, 
that would have that was viral serious that was a viral moment and she's sitting there with her face just her hair is just so cool <laughs> i got an awesome wife man yeah oh, that's i'm like for a hard time for that though but uh, anyway, so we've covered some good stuff, man. This has been a good episode. I think, you know, my goal in these episodes is to encourage, inspire, equip, give some tactics and specific strategies. Just validate this stuff works. And you're just another one of those guys out there doing it, working full time, you know, got a beautiful family. Can't wait to see you at the conference. Was there anything you wanted to end with here? Any other tips or strategies? Anything you think we could throw out? I think it's been a great episode so far, man. Not really. I mean, you know, like I said, I'll reiterate about Keepa, you know, and then like the loans, because that's two things that, you know, I really want to stress. Keepa is king. If you got Keepa in the seller app, you don't, yeah, Rev Seller's nice. I have that now. Smart Scout's nice, but those cost money. Keepa, 20 bucks a month, like you said. Amazon app is free. You just pay your, you know, your monthly membership. So, I started with those and that's what I had pretty much the first six months I started, you know, and then worked from there until I got the money. And then as far as the loans, I mean, don't, don't overdo it. Make sure you know what you're doing. Don't just jump right in and say, I'm going to, oh, everybody else got it to work. I'm going to go ahead and spend a hundred thousand dollars having never done this before. Right. Please use caution. Yes. A, a story along those lines, you know, one of the big funders, they'll be at our a sponsor at our event, actually. I did a podcast episode with their founder, Akrumi. They give money to Amazon sellers and they strongly prefer to give money to Amazon sellers from our community doing the model that we teach because they know we've taught them how to take very calculated risks that are high odds of success versus the people who are kind of coming in green from other industries like, I'm going to start an Amazon business and launch the next best private label product. Someone give me $50,000. Like, man, those that's scary people to give money to because yeah. the vast majority of the time, you're not getting any of it back. I think, you know, if, if I'm not in the lending industry, but if I was, I'd like to give loans to people who pay them back. <laughs> yeah. So that's why they love our group because once you know what you're doing here, you can take those calculated risks and, and do very well. So I love the air of caution that you're giving. You need to know what you're doing first. You saying goes with credit cards, you know, bad debt versus good debt, the eternal debate, I call it. But yeah, and I'm great episode, buddy. I'm still trying to pay off one credit card from one out, you know, years ago. So, and I don't want to just pull business money to pay it off. You know, you got to pay it with your personal funds. That's right. So, yeah, very disciplined, man. You guys have a bright future, and it won't be long before we can just proudly tell everybody who exactly you are and you're working on the team as a leader and, you know, building the funnel, uh, which is such a pleasure. We've got about 60 coaches now and there's about a hundred of us in some way or another contribute to the success of this community, the proven Amazon course, our coaching, our moderators, our consultants, there's a hundred of us. And uh, I don't think it's gonna be too long before one of your side gigs, streams of income is going to be helping us pull this thing forward. It already is because you've been on this episode, man. And I appreciate that. But all right. Well, I'm going to talk to the listeners for just a second. Okay, my friend, and uh, uh, make sure that I see them off well for hanging out with us today. So for those of you who hung out today with my mystery guests and I, again, we're not using his name out of respect for his request. And uh, if maybe you're thinking to yourself, hey, I wouldn't mind being on the podcast as a success story, but I don't want my employer to know. I don't necessarily want you know 300 private messages in my inbox. Well, hey, you can come on the show anyway. We'll protect your anonymity and share your story, kind of like we did today. 
But if you want to come on and share it, we'd love to hear it. If you've benefited from the Proven Amazon course or our coaching programs, we love hearing those stories. And say was just another great example of what's possible. Family that's doing life and business together the right way, you know, growing closer to God and growing their family closer and growing this incredible business and this great community with solid friendships. It's just a pleasure to be on this journey with you, the listeners of this podcast. Thank you for sharing this. One thing I do have a request. I don't make this request very often of the listeners, but um, if you don't mind, subscribe on iTunes. That really helps us out. That kind of juices the algorithm and helps us bump up in the ranks because there are a handful of other Amazon podcasts. They're great podcasts, but we like to see ourselves ranking up there. Uh, we don't even have Amazon in the name of our podcast. And we're one of the top ranked Amazon podcasts. So help us by subscribing. That really helps us get the word out so we have more listeners to the program. If you don't mind doing us a favor, but God bless you, Business Building Warrior. Great hanging out with you today. To my guest, thanks again, my friend. You're very welcome. Thank it you. It's a pleasure hanging out with you. And we will have another great episode for you again very soon. Hey, thanks for listening today. One last thing before we wrap up, a quick reminder. Now that this episode is over, get over to theprovenconference.com and get your tickets for the event coming up August 12th through 14th, 2022. Your fellow listeners to this show are going to be there successful students that you've heard interviewed on this podcast. They're going to be there. Over 60 coaches from our team, they're going to be there. This is an incredible event. You cannot afford to miss it. It's an incredible investment in the future success of not just your business, but those vital relationships that you need. We talk about all the time. This will propel your life and your business forward. You're going to benefit tremendously from this. Do not miss this opportunity. We've done it multiple times in the past. Over 98% of all attendees say, yes, I'm coming back. The event gets bigger and better every single time. Theprovenconference.com. There's a link in the show notes. We want you to be there. Do not miss this. We'll see you there. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.